Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world, and you can too. Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? But didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. I'm Brian Maiman, co-founder of COVID. Oh, wait, wait. That's like, that's like what's his name in the internet? Al Gore. Yes, thank you. Not that. Yeah, he founded the internet. Yeah, exactly. Al Gore founded the internet. I co-founded COVID. Um, no, that was China. You, you never even it been came to China. from China. I, you don't I've even been like Chinese food. I like Chinese food. I like Chinese food. You like egg drop soup? Yeah, it's okay. I, I, I can live without it, but I like it. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go out of the way. If there's, You're more of a bisque and that cold soup crap guy, aren't no, you? No, I don't like cold soup at all, but if there's a lobster I'm bisque I'm so pretentious. There, I'm Brian Maybe Particular. I don't think pretentious is a word that you would use for me. <laughs> snob. I, I can be a little snobby with wine and steak for my financial fees. It's it's coffee. 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 Give me a coffee, please. Henry. Anyway, I'm Brian Maiman, co-founder of COVID and Rolling Bones Outdoors. To my left is not the mountain man. It'll be nice to have him back. Um, yeah, he, he needs I, to yeah, he get, get him to work. He's been vacationing. today, so he, he's, uh, I, I think he's about, uh, I think he lost some weight, so it's probably good. But anyway, I got bleep. We call him, I love it, bleep. Um, and we actually need bleep with Brad and Brian Martin on this thing. Bleep. So. We got bleep and creep. Um, he's not creep. He's bleep. Oh, I thought it was talking to my left. Leslie. So anyway, <laughs> um, and across the table, you know, I, I'm going to start calling mouth the Brad, Mr. <laughs> mouth the Brad Dana. Uh. Lily just said, Brad, what do you do? You're all excited when you come in here. He's, he's, he's done screwing implants into people's heads. And and not uh, um and and not mammary implants. That <laughs> no, be, no, no, I'm not. That <laughs> might be a hey. That might I don't be, think you should screw those in. Second, that might be a second career you should think about. <laughs> so anyway, I, all I, right. So yes. let's uh, let's keep this PG thirteen. Bleep will make sure of that. So anyway, hey, today we're going to talk about something that I think will really help a lot of you. It helps me, but that's things you uh, don't want to forget right now. Things you don't want. Hunting season's super close. First of August, uh, October here. And uh, with with uh, the Canadian border being closed down, Brad and I have been restricted to the we're getting, tags that we're we getting have the shaft Julio on this yeah. hunting season. Well, is you, what we're, I am anyway, but you're not. So we're, I am uh, too. Really? I missed my premier hunt. No, you didn't. You killed a 393 bull. Waited 20 well, I had years. two premier hunts. Oh, yeah. Well, now you're. Oh, who's pretentious? Oh, I had two premier hunts. That, like, yeah, don't that, say it like that. No, you said it like that. Nah, that no, just, you did. I was real matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, like, like that shit happens to everybody every day. I have two premier hunts. I have a elk hunt 393 bull that I'm going to go shoot. And what was your other premier hunt, Brad? Go ahead. It was a stone sheep hunt. There you go, Mr. Protection. Got canceled. So, there you go. so, yes, it did. So, anyway. Um, it's listen, loss. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about things you don't want to forget this season 
before you head into the field, make sure you got them in your pack. And uh, we've had a little test run, but usually, uh, you know, we try to get out and start vetting late, late July. And so middle of July, I got everything laid out on the floor, and I've missed it this year with COVID. Um, I haven't done my pre-blanket, but what I've always done in the past is for years now, probably 10 years, um, because with filming all our hunts and doing everything you do, I just lay it out. And what I do is I start at the top of the pack and go to the bottom of the pack, for me personally, and I, and I put the pack in the middle, and I just row everything out um, so I can have a visual snapshot of it. And then it's funny because I'll stand up on a, uh, a bar stool chair in the lower, and I'll take a picture of it all, and then I'll be in here at the office or on an airplane flying for work, and I'm looking going, what am I forgetting, what am I forgetting? So that's a little tip that I have for you. That's what I do. Well, what do you do? I have a list. You, you, <laughs> You have six bags. You throw everything you got in it and go. I don't. By the end of the season, he's like, okay, I don't need this anymore. Go ahead. I don't. I Actually, I don't do that. Six bags is not me. I usually, Five. Whatever. <laughs> no, I have, a, I have a list. I have a couple lists. Depends on what I'm doing. Depends on if am I backpacking, am I horseback hunting, am I day hunting. So, um, obviously, that all that other stuff is a lot easier, but... I do a little different. I pack for I pack for one season, and I do have my backpack and a big duffel bag. And then if I'm traveling like to Alaska or something, then I'll take my day my my day wear. But usually I just pack for the season two bags: my backpack, my big duffel bag, and then it stays in um, in my uh, um, truck or wherever I'm going. So it's pretty quick because we can get a call and say, "Hey, we got a cancellation, or we need you to come vet this, or there's an opportunity to go there." And uh, we have to be off. So, so literally, I, I we both have our bags packed. I, I stay pretty fluid, yes. I mean, so. they're packed and they start. And then the difference is at the end of the season, there's more insulation um, and different yeah. boots. Yeah, um, but even like, like, yeah, and I pack those early because you, like at altitude, you never know. You can get a late October hunt where you have to head out and it can be colder than cold. And uh, um, But with all this down puffy that we have now, um, this XKG stuff, I tell you what, that's been a game changer for weight yeah, and, uh, nice. um, and uh, the way we hunt. It's just been a massive game changer. But anyway, so I got a list of things that you might not want to forget, and uh, um, you can add to them or whatever uh, as we go here. But here's what I would say. Number one, um, if I'm starting from the ground up, I don't want to forget oil in my boots right now, okay? Um, if you haven't done it, make sure you do. I, I uh, Earlier in my hunting career, when I was running around more on airplanes and financial services, I'd go, oh, man, I got to get going. I'd grab the boots, and they wouldn't be taken care of the right way. You spend three days in a down torrential downpour, and you got wet feet. It can alter your feelings for your hunt. My boots are done in the winter. I try to do them in the winter. Yeah, so whatever you got to do, but if they're not, I would do them. Second thing, I'd work on new laces. But I'm a different lace guy anyway. I don't like the – like I wear a Kenetrek, and I still don't wear their laces. Um, I get aftermarket laces. Your fancy red laces. I like my fancy red laces, and then I like the uh, rip the, the cord laces for the ones I'm Jim on. comments on your red laces every time he sees you. Yes. So oh, the red laces. I like I – like, uh, I like different laces on my boots. Neoprene socks. I would have a pair of neoprene socks with me. And I have a pair of extra dry wool socks and cotton socks. Your my Andy Sons. 
Yep. I uh, um, I like the neoprene socks. So will you bring your Randy Sons with you now, now that we're done with the big mountain stuff? Uh, I brought them everywhere last two years. Did you? They're, they're with me every day, everywhere in a dry bag. It's extra socks. I have I have three pair of extra socks in there. I have my Randy Sons. I have my uh, um, alpacas. And I have a pair of uh, medium weight um, wool socks. Uh, smart wool. That way I can, um, if I get my feet, because I, I, I just can't have my feet wet. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I've had foot problems before, and if your feet aren't good, life's not good. Just like a horse. Exactly. So um, uh, neoprene socks, and uh, so got laces, got boots, got socks. Uh, then I go up. Um, I'm not a big long john guy, but I have one pair, merino wool. I always wear. I, I wear silks, and then my merinos and, and merinos. You're you're more of a. Uh, so what do you use? What's your concept behind that? What's your thoughts behind that? Um, the merino is not perfect on my skin. I don't love it. Sometimes I get itchy. I just don't love it. Um, and the, I I buy you know three or four pair of those bottoms at the beginning of the season. They wear out, and but it's comfortable. So or. If I if it's too warm for long handles, I wear the silks on the bottom anyway, unless it's really hot, just so that because I wear one pair of pants. That's that's interesting because I don't I, I bring one pair. I've had I've had the same pair of merino wool bottoms for four years. No, but my silks. No, I know. Oh, the the silks. Yeah. You don't wear out the merinos. No, 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 not because like I've had this merino top on all day, and I'm plum comfortable. You don't. You, it itches you a little bit. Uh, it, just enough that uh, yeah that, that, that it just I, and I do sometimes I'll just wear a merino top but I I usually put my, I have some cheap black silks that I buy and go find them find them on Dr. Google and buy four pairs of bottoms and a couple tops at the beginning of the year and throw them away at the end of the year yeah I'm not a I'm and I I usually have a silks in my sleeping bag those That's, those are nice um, because then you don't stick to your bag. Yeah, so I always have a clean pair of silks for my sleeping bag. So yeah, those are super nice, and they don't weigh anything. They weigh um, nothing, and they take up no room. Yeah, to sleep in, they're really nice. Yeah. So and then then for me, um, I always have um, a neck, two or three neck fleeces, gloves, and oh, if we go back down, gaiters. I always I always have an extra pair of gaiters because I used to. Bust the buckles on the ORs, which were the favorite gators. But now with the XKGs that we have, those those suckers are the toughest gators I've ever wore. And I'm in the, I'm trying to find the ones because this would be my third season. And I want to. See I like that ones. they came out with the tan ones. I don't know why I have a preference for what's on the bottom of my feet, but I like the tan ones better than the gray ones. Yeah, I got a pair of but tan I, ones. I'd like not. I don't to have get, them. I'd like not to use them until my other ones are wore out. You know me. I want to. I don't want to look like a guy walking out of a catalog. You don't want to look like a dude. No, I don't want to look like... With the brand new hat. I don't want to look pretentious like you do all the time. So, anyway. Right? (laughs) Shoot that shot at me. Anyway, so gaiters and then then neck fleeces. I I wear a silk... uh, I don't know if it's really silk. I guess it is. But I wear a silk scarf everywhere. That's new since you moved to South Dakota. I don't think you were a silk scarf guy before, were you? No, um, and... uh, Probably before I moved to South Dakota, though, because I came out here hunting with uh, um, Russell, and he always had one on. It was super nice. But I always wore a gator before I moved here. I was always a – I have a long neck. 
And so there's a lot to be exposed there. And so, but I always we'll get you really broken in. We'll get you on one of those uh, Kramer hats. Mm, yeah. Wool Kramer hats in the middle. Oh, yeah. You know, you know those probably them. didn't come from your Cowboy West. Because I had a Kramer hat before maybe you even were born, huh? No, you were born. You're way older than me, so that's not possible. But it, we, it, it's actually, I am them, older than you, we but called them all that gray. W- w- I w- what kind of Kramer hat are you talking about? The railroader hat. Elmer Fed type hat? No, it's not. It's, Is it I the orange one you wear? Yeah. Yeah. So so we had those in Wisconsin because they're super warm and yeah. they're a logger's hat. Logger's hat, huh? Yeah. And so a lot of the loggers in the northern and Midwest wear them huh. all over um, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Oh. Every store you go into has five colors. Actually, there's a very limited color out here because um, I've looked at them and they have very limited color. You go back there and they have you can get any color you want. And then yeah, it's uh, they those are a big part of the culture really? back there. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So I know we're kind of cultured, huh? We had airplanes too before uh, you were flying all over. Did you know that? I flew on an airplane <laughs> when I was 18. What are you talking about? When did you fly uh, on your first airplane? Uh, probably not until you were 40 or something. So yeah, I was you... flying airplanes when I was 18. Were you, you really? Pilot? I was. Wow. You, I Still didn't am. even know you had a pilot license until the other day. I do. So um, <laughs> Brad's in a comparing contest here today. So anyway. No, um, it's just I, a, you I, act like spearfish. Mm, yeah, it, it is, is different. Timbuktu. I mean, come on. We well, used to have the sluice. Yeah, I, well, it kind of <laughs> is Timbuktu. And uh, when I met you, buddy, <laughs> you hadn't been on an airplane a whole ton. <laughs> but I understand why you wouldn't leave this area. I, I like really do. Um, I but, love it here, um, This uh, Spearfish, for me, was a place to, to cut back from all the travel and try to reconnect. So it's been a, it has been an amazing place. But uh, Spearfish is a little bit of, uh, you know, it's getting there. It's, it's growing like crazy right now. So anyway, back to this. Gators, gloves, neck fleeces, boots, neoprene socks, um, uh, oil on your boots, get them set. But I guess the biggest thing that I would do if I was you right now, and in, in, I know Brad and I do this a lot, is we go through, we have little dry bags in our pack with different components to not really accessorize, but to keep us comfortable in situations. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're hunting, situations happen. It's like if I'm sitting in a blind, one of my favorite things to do is to take my boots off and change my socks and uh, put the other socks, you know, in my shirt or something. If I can keep a warm pair of socks on and keep moving them around, it, it seems to help. From what I've seen when you sit in a blind, you don't need to worry about that because you crank that dang heater up. So does that make me less of a man, or does that make me smarter than the guy who has a heater and doesn't use it? I just, um, I'm just asking. Because um, you were obviously, obviously making a reference Well, there. here's what bugs me about it, is that you shoot pretty big deer when you sit in your blind. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to start just cranking the heater up. Why wouldn't you? That's why know. they bring them in there. Because they're noisy. I mean, it detracts from the ambiance of your hunt. Mm. Yeah. Now who's pretentious? I was just going to say, wait a second. That's like the fourth pretentious comment he's made. And uh, this You've got to have the right atmosphere. <laughs> exactly. You know? That's right. I, I'm not going to be one with the world I'm in. Don't in screw up your zen, days. man. No. I, yeah, my zen is to put a bullet in the quarry I'm looking for. And uh, and staying warm while doing it is not a bad thing. So hmm. anyway, back to the things to remember. So now having said that, um, electronics, 
Okay, so if we go from went from feet up, and then oh, I would always have a couple extra pair of hats too, uh, stocking caps. You have two or three different pair of hats. I do. I always bring. I bring a merino beanie thing, a little light one, just because then I can wear it with my ball cap. Yep. And I, on a big mountain hunt, I would bring a second hat because we, especially horseback, because we've lost a few hats over. Yeah. I mean, so I, I like a second hat. Um, I have a thicker, I have a fleece hat and then I have a, like a soft shell one, a beanie hat. So that's what I usually bring. So so I have a question before we talk about electronics, you know, you were talking about layering, um, before the show started. So early in the season, what is your strategy on taking things, not afraid to take things in terms of layering? Because I know that we've put together shows where you guys are hunting Nebraska in the Niobrara on Friday, and it's 65 degrees, and then it's snowing like crazy on Saturday. Right. Well, I think what Brian was saying, because the reality of it is he gives me crap about bringing six bags, but we have a big, I have a big rubber duffel. He doesn't bring a rubber duffel, although you're getting into the rubber duffel days. But I have a big rubber duffel. The last three years I've had a big rubber duffel. Yeah. I have a, I have my pack. Those two are loaded, and I have my gun case. I usually, and then I have a, I have a, like an overnight. You know, like if I'm traveling, so and everything's always in there. So I have, I, I would say my layers. I usually have my preacher pant. I have my silks, my merino wool bottoms, my long handles, my preacher pants. That's my typical what I'm gonna wear on my bottoms. Usually I have a silk top. I may or may not wear that. And then whatever, I usually have my merino. I have a fleece. And then I go into, I usually carry two puffies. I carry it down. I carry my synthetic. And I have my rain top. I always take my rain top. A lot of times I wear my rain top. My rain top gets used way, 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 way more when it's not raining than when it's raining. A lot of times just cut the wind. Well, shooting schools... A lot of times you'll see me throw on my rain jacket just to cut the wind at the shooting schools if it's early, you know, early or whatever. Um, so I have the beanies. Um, once in a while I have a down vest, or I do have a synthetic vest. Sometimes I'll add that if it's really, really crappy cold out. And then we have the puffy pants too. That, But the puffy pants are more for glassing or in the blinds. I do wear the puffy pants because I don't fire up the little mini, uh, mini heater or whatever, Mr. Heater. The heater, buddy is what it's called. It's a propane heater. And when they give it to you, you'll use it. And or if I have it, I use it. And I put on the puffy pants bleep. I put the puffy pants in on that and because I'm gonna have a tropical experience. And uh, um and so it's not that big a deal. Tropical? Yeah, well why wouldn't I stay warm if I have it? Sitting in there. But do, now listen Do you take a puffy shirt? Here here's what I want to know. Here's what I tell you. Should I it do, be a pirate? I, I do. I have a puffy. I have a puffy jacket. Here's what I want to tell you. You've He's probably never me, seen Seinfeld. No, I've never yes. watched one episode of Seinfeld. She was the low talker. <laughs> I built the puffy shirt was yes, the low talker yes, episode. Right. I have no that's idea exactly what right. No, it's okay. I'm just totally out. I built an entire financial services company in that entire ten year period. Never watched one episode of Seinfeld. I was not home in the evenings, but I will tell you this, okay, talking about the uh, – um, the, the, What, do you the, think you're better than me? No. No, actually, I, I'm not. You want a piece I, of me? I, can't, I don't understand what you're saying. So, so, here's, so here, here's what I know. No, no. You were making your career while I was sitting on the couch eating oh, bonbons I did not and watching imply, Seinfeld. I did not imply that. That's also from the from That's an episode. That's the way I oh, took that it, was too. From an episode. Okay. Well, you guys, honestly – 
Uh, anyway, it doesn't I matter. used the Seinfeld <laughs> episode, too, on Mal Torme, oh, yeah. and nobody got it. Everybody, I was like, you, you guys have no idea what the hell I'm talking You don't even know who that is. I know who Mel Torme is. That's for sure. I do know the episode. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, okay. uh, you know what the other thing that I have is I have the last... He has years. a goddamn blanket. He, he goes like this. I do. So, wow. here's what he does. So, I don't turn the heater on, but I have a blankie that I snuggle into while I'm hunting. It's called a whoobie. <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's yeah, a whoobie a man if I didn't have a blanket. Is that in the catalog? Is that in the <laughs> yeah, Rolling no, Bones not, catalog? that's not on the that's Rolling Bones a, That's a Kafaru product. Oh, but it, yeah, there it you is go. Super, Kafaru. Super good. Um, super good. But the other thing that I so have. Now we're advertising <clears> for them, and we don't even sell their stuff. It's, good, it's, a, good, it's a good piece, though. You're right. So, I, I Without mean, question. I, it's, I, it's you and Bruce Jenner. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> It's a good thing Martin's not here today, right? Oh boy! At this moment, he, he, exactly. it is so good. He would he, he would run with this. So anyway, let let's be let, let's be constructive here. Um, I, Did I, you hear that they came out with a new Wheaties box? So anyway, <laughs> listen, I'm going to drive around this. We're going to keep going, okay? So layering system. I, I would tell you this. My I don't my lower part my lower half does not get very cold. I don't wear low. Leggings, and because I freeze, and when I when I get wet and I sweat, my legs sweat, my feet sweat, you know, and so I I don't wear as much you know clothing. I don't wear long handles. I don't wear that. I do have them in a bag. If it gets crazy, I'll wear them. I prefer the puffies because I can take them on. I can move them on and off. I will tell you this though, um, and that's just been a piece I've added. Uh, I use compression to keep me warm. So. Brad said something about um, a compression vest. I, I do take a shell vest, and I will use it as compression. I like a shell jacket, too, because I like the compression. So if I'm, I'm here, and I'll just bring it in to bring that compression in and, and to warm me up. Um, I take three pair of boots in my bag at the beginning of the year. Um, I have the non-insulated, the 400, and the 1,000 Mountain Extreme uh, Kenetrex, that's what I have in my bag. I have all three of them. And then I have socks to adequately provide for that cold. So you talk about that one day it being 65, and three days later it's, it's literally a snowstorm rolls in, and it's minus four, and, uh, um, and it's just crazy. That, that's how we handle it because I, I just wear a different pair of Kenetrex out, and it's no big deal. It, it's literally in that duffel and they're ready to go. And so the layering system is really important. On the top, I wear a, um, I, I like a cotton, a l very light cotton, or if not, I can just wear this merino, or um, the last few years, XKG has these, they're all, I would call them almost like silk, they're a synthetic base layer. Polyester super, or something. Super thin, they don't stink, and when you sweat in them, and that goes under this, but you know, wool is warm, you put it against your skin. So if I wear that, I'll put that on over this. It kind of pulls it out, and I can have this on, that, that synthetic piece they have, um, the Covert, um, which is a super warm piece, and then you put on the vest, kind of, like I said, compress that, then put on the puffy, and then put on a shell over that. I literally have six layers, and then I rotate gloves and socks. Stay warm the whole day. And uh, that's what I do. And I, I, I bring two stocking caps, too. I have one that comes over my ball cap. So I pull it down over my ball cap. Um, but, yeah, very similar to Brad. Very similar. But I use compression often. My uh, mucklucks have been super nice in the bitter cold. But I don't, 
I haven't used them where you have to walk a bunch, where I'd have to get the thousands. I don't have the thousands, but like for stand hunting, just pull those on over whatever boots you got, and they they're like a game changer, major league. And they they don't take up much room in your pack. Yeah, um, I I I I've not used those, but yeah. So um, so that's the the layering system is super important. Electronics. Um, you know, one of the things I've made a mistake of is not putting fresh batteries or having an extra battery for my rangefinder. Um, and that's tough. At least you have binocular rangefinder right um, now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kentucky windage is not really does not make you a good long-range shot. It actually makes you um, not a very ethical hunter, in my opinion, if you're going to shoot past 200 yards. And so um, I, I just uh, – I would be – Battery checking everything you have, headlamps, um, batteries. Uh, I always try to have two or three headlamps. Um, we use headlamps all year long because it's like in starting next, actually starting this Friday uh, till December 10th when we get home. 80% uh, of the mornings I'll have a headlamp on, <laughs> getting my life ready to go. And getting, you know, because that's what you're doing. You're getting your day because you got to win the day um, when you're doing a lot of this. So, um, and, and my thing for a lot of people, they're not going to hunt as many hunts as we do. So why not, why not have all this done so you can get up and have that experience and get it done right? But that's what I would say with the batteries. Um, scope covers and scope caps. Uh, rain gear. I would check your rain gear. Um, you know, I would literally put it on now if you haven't used it since last year. Um, and... Uh, or two years ago, I'd make sure your rain gear is good. If, you, if you're hunting with a pack, I'd have a pack fly. I'd make sure your rain cover is in good shape. Um, but those are just some of the things that, 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 you know, I went, wow, if I'm you going out there right now. Because a lot of us right now, especially when I lived in the Midwest, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, um, this was it. This is when I was starting to engage. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting ready to go now. Next week, Iowa, it's either next week or week after bow season starts, middle of October. Um, bow season starts, duck season starts. Um, you know, we're starting to knock it out and get a bunch in. Electronics, you skipped over that awfully fast. Um, well, I mean, I... Anything special you bring? I don't know if, um, I, don't know if I skipped over it fast. Uh, do you want to contribute anything? I, I just wondered what all... Do you bring your ozone pen still? Um, I have it with me, but I don't have any. I'm not on any mountain hunts right now. Right. Um, but I, I do have an ozone pen in my lid. Yep. I like that little thing. That's yep. that's good. Um, batteries, battery charger pack, the cords, cameras. Um, I see iPhone 12 came out with the best camera ever, that sounds like. Yeah. I don't have that though. Yeah, I, I would chargers. If if you're if you're like because we're all hooked up to electronics now, um, the best little chargers that I can tell you, you go to Walmart and get them, and I don't even know the brand and name of them, but they're not the expensive ones. But they charge with a USB in your truck or anywhere. You plug them in. You have two of them in your pack. You're 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 sitting in a stand or you're out hunting. Um, we use our phones all the time for. Uh, texting for, you know, um, just everything. So. I had a lady in today. She said her husband took off to go elk hunting, except he took off the wrong day. So he's elk scouting right now. And I go, what do you mean? Because he lives in, across the line in Wyoming, right? And season starts on the 15th, 13th today. 
<laughs> so, so he's got to come home. Which is goofier than hell. <laughs> Wyoming does some of the stupidest things. We should do a podcast with the guys in Wyoming. Um, why would you start the season on the 15th and not the Saturday and have it start on a Saturday? I, oh, I don't get it. But anyway, but that's the, that is their but deal. But I said, oh, and then she said, well, last year he got lost. I had to call the sheriff for him. And I said, so I gave her for him. How'd she get, how did he get a hold of her? I don't know. He didn't come home. She had to call. So I, oh, I wrote, I wrote down a Garmin inReach for her. I said, give him this for Christmas. And she goes, is that that thing? I said, that's that thing. That's that thing. So that's in my electronics pile always. And your sat phone, we've used your sat phone already. Yeah. The, the Garmin, the, the, uh, inReach is a really good tool. Super, really good. good super, tool. super, super, super yep. good. But, but I think from a lot of guys in Iowa, they don't Minnesota, need that. Wisconsin. You know, it's. I think I would have it because it's nice to have. You know, you can always text if you have bad service. It's for what is it, fifteen bucks a month or something? And I'm not mm. selling garbage. Thirteen, thirteen seventy two. I think is yeah. My, it's like the my off season policy, and yeah. the battery lasts forever. Yeah. If you charge it up, it'll last all year with no charge. Actually, maybe a year and a half. I don't know that for sure because we use ours often. But it lasts for a long, long, long time. Long time. It lasts for a ten day hunt if you just check in occasionally and oh yeah, send easy. a. Send a preset or send a quick, but it'll, it'll last for a lot of use, you know, for on the charge. Kelly just handed me a note. She said, one of the things to make sure you all understand and remember to do is check for black widows in your hunting gear. And, and let me explain this to you a little bit. She's got a black eye right now, not because her boyfriend Bubba from Alabama uh, punched her in the eye, but we, we, Lindley's questioning maybe that happened, um, and her brother's questioning it too. He heard quite a commotion. Um, but anyway, no, Kelly has a black eye right now. She got a spider bit. And the funny thing is, is her whole face is swollen up, but that's not actually the funny thing, okay? That's the bad thing. But she's laughing. She was laughing at me. Everybody here was laughing at me because we had a shooting school, and I was going to wear the preacher pants because they have knee pads in them. And I ran down and grabbed them out of that bag that I have for travel. And I have one pair of preacher pants. I'm trying to see how many days I can actually get out of them before they totally fall apart, right? So you got to test this stuff. I have, I'm getting close to 200 days in them. I'm closer to 200 than I am 100 in them right now. And uh, anyway... The damn things had a black widow spider in them. And I had no idea. I put Picture right on, between the legs, huh? Bit me right on the hamstring of the left leg. The hang what? At the hamstring. Oh. oh, my God. It swelled up. I had a, I had a <laughs> bullet mark. all. I mean, my knee got sore. I got upset stomach, loose bowels. It was a bad thing. So, Kelly, I'll let everybody know to go ahead and check for black widow spiders before they get their gear out for the year. Anyway, so tape, electrician's tape for your barrel. Yep. Make sure that's in your pack. I, I, I have always little, have some gorilla tape. I do the black gorilla tape. Yeah, you're a little more aggressive on the tape. I am because I've been stuck in the middle of Alaska with nobody coming picking me up and uh, dropped, and we didn't know when we were coming out. And uh, we used a bunch of gorilla tape that we found, or a duct tape that we found in a can to get a raft made to get across to get to a bear that we shot. And then the rains came in and it heated up and the glacier stream rose. So it was the only way to get over to it. So when I came back now, I always keep one complete roll of black gorilla tape in my bag along with my uh, um, 3M uh, black tape. But we cover our barrels. It does change the point of impact when you're shooting about two inches when you cover your barrel with a uh, um, uh, piece of tape, but we compensate for it. 
Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's, that's that's the number one question we get. Though. It is. Do you take that off before you shoot? You take it off before we shoot. Yeah, it actually gets taken off before you shoot. Immediately. Immediately. Immediately before we shoot. Immediately before we shoot. Immediately and it comes off right at the trigger break. So if you videotape it, every for just all you listeners, if you videotape it, the, your bullet never touches the. Um, the 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 tape that you cover your uh, barrel with. So, but we do have that in there. That's that's actually a really good one. Um, don't forget to have a little tape in there. It weighs nothing, hmm. and have it with you, um, no matter what. Um, I so. bring I bring electrician's tape. I bring Luco tape, and I bring tenacious tape. I bring three different kinds of tape in my pack usually. I have three knives. I have the knife on my hip. I have a um, solid handled knife. Um, solid blade handled knife, and then I have a um, a Leatherman with all my tools, and I also carry a Leupold set for um, because they have a Leupold tool set has screwdriver, all the stuff for a scope, and that's really good too. I know you carry that same thing, so that'd be something I'd, I'd make sure remember to have. Even if you're deer hunting in the woods of uh, Wisconsin, why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? Um, for sure, I've always had that stuff in a small pack, so. So yeah, and I'm sure there's other things we forgot. If Martin here is here, he'd have. Uh, Must I, be a four-hour podcast. I tease you about having three bags. He'd have eleven bags. Well, he does seventy-seven pounds each, and have weighed them because he's different. Because he brings those mystery ranches that they don't make anymore, and those are probably twenty thousand liters. I don't know, but he, he you can load those up to a hundred pounds. Yeah, and he there's, there's a lot of, of different theories on packing, and you can pack more. I tease you about packing more than I do because I'm a light packer. You're a moderate packer. Brian Martin's a heavy packer. You Mark Casavanza, super heavy. Mar packer. Mark Casavanza, super heavy packer. I always have an extra pair of sunglasses in my pack too, and in my bag, just so you know, always have an extra pair of those. But other than that, I mean, I, if I was you, I'd get, like Brad said, make your list, man. Make your list, lay it all out on the carpet, take a picture of it, and say, what if? What if it rained? What if it snowed? What if it went from 65 degrees and you're on the Nibraria, like uh, a Bleep said, and two weeks later, or uh, two days later, it's minus 10, you know? Been um, there, done that. You know, yeah. So I just make sure you, you got good gear, you're equipped. If you have any questions, 1 605 644 8000 Oh five six four four eight thousand. Ask for Kyle, Lindley, Kelly, Brian, Brad. Anybody in here? We can all help you at any given day. Um, we love to talk to you. Hey, and if you're ever out this way, go ahead and stop in. Knock on the door. We'll let you in. Unless you're Brad, he might turn you away. But ask for Kelly, Kyle, Brian, or Lindley. Lindley's usually said, "Yeah, come on in. We have a bone cave full of dead animals, and that we've hunted and chased." and harvested from all over the world. We'd love to share them with you, wouldn't we, Brad? We would. So anyway. We would, unless you're really busy sometimes. Um, I, even I if, have bad manners. Even if Sorry. we're really busy. Sorry, Gary from Pennsylvania that stopped <laughs> the other day. Anyway, so make sure you subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. You'll find it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and many others. Hey, we want you to be healthy, stay safe this year out there hunting. And uh, have an amazing, successful adventure. If you get an animal or not, remember that it's all in uh, what you're going to do. And uh, um, enjoy the outdoors and what God's given us. Brad? Yes. Great doing it with have you Have fun. Yes. Have fun. Good luck this fall. I uh, appreciate it. Almost here, man. Oh, what's here? Been here. <laughs>